everybody, welcome back to the View from the Top podcast. This is Anico Hill for the 30th of March, so Wednesday. I'm going to talk about Ukraine today. Um, just, again, I was coming through the stories over the weekend, and you know, a lot of people know where the news is at. Uh, but what interests me is the next phase, as um, one of the uh, the Russians officials said. They're moving on to the next phase. So I want to talk about that. But before we do, for those who are not or come to me for the news, which is insane. Um, beginning of the week, uh, we had some changing in terms of narrative, in terms of uh, things coming out from both sides. The Financial Times on Monday um, stated that as part of um, some of the ceasefire negotiations, Russia is prepared to let Ukraine join or pursue EU membership, but if it drops its plans to join NATO, which of course you hear and you go, oh, well, that's that's good news, and it is good news. But the response, of course, is that Ukraine's requests for guarantees uh, from NATO, the NATO countries is up to or close to having NATO membership. So, you know, it's kind of a non-starter right there. Um, and these were the talks that were taking place in Istanbul. So, you know, again, it's a never-ending back and forth. What's really going on? Are they really moving towards anything? You know, we have the news that confirmed by both sides that um, military activity by the Russians has drastically reduced near Kiev. Um as the talks continue to progress, the Western media, of course, the media comes out and denounces this and says, oh, we don't see this happening. It's a tactical exercise to play for time. And you know what? They're right. They're right. I think they're right. I think the Russians – I don't think the Russians are trying to take over Kiev. They still have their operational um, plan. But I think the the first stage is done. Um, and of course, all the military experts that you're going to see on uh, Twitter and all the guys that um, you know are giving you the t- the on the ground coverage that are pro Western will go, oh, we don't even know. Or what do they mean by this is the first stage, the second stage? You know, they want you to feel that the Russians are listen. The Russians are the Iraqi military. They're idiots. They don't know what they're doing. They're disorganized. They're underfunded. They're losing. They're in retreat. They have no plan. Only the U.S. have plans. Um, that's what they think. So they they can't talk about what the second stage or the next stage will be. Well, I was reading Moon of Alabama, and what he thinks will be the second stage of the operation is not, it's not kind of what I think the second stage of the operation will be. Um well, and what that's why I have the map here. So let's go with the map. And again, if you want to talk about, I guess we could talk about, you know, all the the other scandalous news and Biden coming out and saying that uh, U.S. train U.S. troops are being are training troops um, in Poland or Ukrainian troops in Poland. That's not a shock to me. Of course we're doing that. Of course the United States is doing that. Of course the United States is continuing to flood Western Ukraine with weapons. Of course that's happening. Of course the talks are going to go back and forth, and no one's really going to get anything done. Because the Russians aren't losing. 
there's two perceptions of the reality of what's going on. So, the, yeah, it, it, the talks are not – to me, there's nothing to talk about there. And this – you know, like I said, um, I'm just combing through the articles here. You have Ukraine saying, well, listen, Russia – we don't want you to block our EU bid. And Russia – okay. But what we want are security guarantees similar to NATO's Article 5, which is kind of a mutual defense clause. Um, an attack on one is attack on all, which is NATO. So – Ukraine wants guarantees from Russia, the United States, the UK, China, Turkey, France, Canada, Italy, Poland, and Israel. Who the fuck are you, man? I don't know. Who the fuck are you? I I, I just don't get where they think they're going to get that. And then the Ukrainians say that we're going to discuss Crimea with the Russians, but that's going to be resolved over 15-year talks. So that's not a real thing. Um, so that's why you're going to see a second stage. And I think the second stage is going to look something like this. So the, they're going to pull back the troops. And in this map, this map is from the French Foreign um, – not Foreign Legion. French Defense or whatever the hell – their Ministry of Defense, Ministry of Armies, Ministry of Military, whatever you want to call it. Um, the red and gray color is the Russian position now, or the offensive, offensive they've – offensive they've uh, taken in the right in the yellow is um the donbass okay you have kiev there in the middle and you have the river um shown there to be split so what i think the second stage will going to be is you're going to have the troops in the north of kiev north and west of kiev pull back they're probably going to pull back to Chernobyl or more north. Um, you see Chernobyl there. I know it's small. Let's see if I can zoom in. Is there a way to zoom in? Let's, yeah, we can come around. Let's do this. I know it's kind of rough, but all right. So you have Chernobyl there, um, you know, and I think they're going to pull back a lot of troops into Belarus, and then they're going to reposition them in the east of the country. East of the country, I think the plan, and you know, Russia said as much, and people are, are taking it as, oh, it's a retreat mechanism when they're saying, oh, we're just going to be focused on the, on the Donbass. No, I think they're going to pull their troops back and reposition them in the east of the country to continually surround the strong Ukrainian troops that are still over there in the Donbass, where the majority of the, um, the Ukrainian fighters are. Um, in other places in the east, uh, like uh, Kharkiv right here above the number two, there have been Ukrainian counteroffensives, counter and they failed. Um, the mobility of the Ukrainian military at this point is drastically compromised. Um, so I don't see the Russians leaving. I see them repositioning. I see them backing off here in Kiev again. Um, surrounding more of the troops here in the east of the country and then as we go down the continued move up or at least holding um and maybe even controlling odessa here in the south and um cleaning up the rest of the azov battalion in maripol and i i see that as the second stage i see this also as a way to you know the americans are now talking about oh we need a counteroffensive. And an occupy, you know, um, guerrilla warfare, anti-occupation fighting. 
and they're streaming the western part of the country with weapons. Well, the western part of the country is more um, Western European, and it also has, in terms of landscape, you have more, uh, you know, places to hide, cities, forests, trees, hills, things like that. In the eastern part of the country, if you watch any of the videos, a lot of things are a lot flatter. Um, it's going to be hard for an insurgency to hold out against the Russians in the east, and I don't think the Russians' plan is to really go past the river here unless they need to in terms of getting the Ukrainians to the table. So that's what I see as the second stage here. Um, again, the industrial areas um, are near the river there. Um, so it's going to be hard for them to, uh, I'm not talking about the Russians, to really knock this out. And I, I, for anybody to think that that should be easy, it's just, it's not real. But they are. and anybody paying attention knows that they they are dominating this fight. Uh, Colonel D G Douglas McGregor was just talking about this yesterday with um, Dave Smith, and I'll link to that podcast. Um, it's just the first, you know, they're not going to rec uh, recede that much. They're not going to back out of the whole country unless they get what they want. And they want Denon, uh, the Luhansk and Donetsk, the Donbass, to be independent at least. Um, they're not giving Crimea back. Um, and um, I think that's really all they really want. And the denazification, I think they, they that's going to be harder than I think they initially believed. But in terms of the Azov battalions and these kind of things, those people will be hunted down and killed. The Russians will go after them until they, they are no longer a threat. Now, all these these weapons in the western part of the country will fall into the hands of the more right-wingers in the country. And um, if the central government in Kiev makes a deal that they don't like, there are going to be um, – now you're going to have a armed uh, right-wing militia group uh, in Ukraine and in Europe in general, um, which, of course, the United States is uh, responsible for helping to create. So that's what I see coming soon. Maybe by the end of the week, um, maybe the weekend, maybe the next week. Not good news. Not good news at all. But this is the reality, guys. It's not going to – it's not – you know, I know that the market likes to jump anytime they hear the word talks. But just because they pulled off and, you know, the, the war has subsided, it does not mean the people of Ukraine are going to be safe. The people of Ukraine are going to be free. The people of Dunansk and Luhansk are going to be free. It doesn't mean that. It means this will turn more into a Syria operation, and it'll it'll coast out of the American news, um, and the people there will then suffer even more, because now they're not getting the eyes and ears of the Americans, who, um, for better or worse, um, and it's I consider this worse, um, when their eye when the American eyes are on a country, at least the people there have a chance uh, for the war to end, because we can end any war we want. Um, with the flip of a switch. So this is going to, um, again, as long as the American government is pushing Zelensky to, you know, play the martyr here, um, and Ukraine in general to play the martyr, the Russians are going to continue this operation. Um, it is what it is. Um, if we just acknowledge what's going on, um, I don't believe the Russians are going to take the whole country. And I don't, I'm not a pro-Russian to say that. I'm just a educated 
astute reader of U.S. Russian Russian by itself policy um, and history, and they're not going to invade Western Europe. And I'm not talking to those kinds of people anymore that are still screaming and yelling. Um, I'm just not. So that's where I think we are today. Um, we're going to do a video tomorrow about Yemen. We had some attempts at ceasefire and peace talks, um, but they were denied by the Houthis, which you think, hmm, all right, well, why would they deny? Well, we'll get into it. So until next time, this has been Inigo Hill, View from the Top podcast. Check out this video and all my videos over on Odyssey. You can check out everything over on 3Speak on the high blockchain and then also still on YouTube. And then everything is linked with sources over at the WordPress, View from the Top, uh, over at the WordPress. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Enjoy your day. Bye.